I have my line in the sand. I know what politicians I will vote for and not vote for. If you are not clear about what the Great Reset is and you are not clear on fighting all of the E and the S and the G, I am not for you in any way, shape, or form. Um, You have to know who the enemy is and what we're fighting. Now, yesterday, funding was passed, the federal funding. And Chip Roy came out and said, Republicans should not vote for this unless we amend it so the vaccine mandate, no money can go to the vaccine mandate. Well, it was kind of sad and pathetic, uh, not unexpected. The Republicans are just a joke. Uh, But uh, only 50 Republicans stood uh, against this. 172 yays, 162 nays. Chip Roy has all of the details. What happened? How is it the GOP didn't walk in lockstep and say, no, unless you stop the mandates, you're not getting a dime. We talked to Chip Roy in 60. If you're smart with your money, you know there's a big difference between planning for the uh, for the future and planning the future a lot of it is out of your hands and the people whose hands it is in you know they may not have the same goals that you do and your best interest of your family in mind so with that said what are you doing to shore up your financial house against the insanity that is here and the insanity that is coming inflation is here the great reset is here No doubt you're feeling these things every time you go to the gas pump, every time you walk into a grocery store, you see the insane prices, the empty shelves. It's going to get worse before it gets better, but we're going to make it through it if we stay together and we do the right things. I want you to call Goldline today and find out if buying gold or silver as a hard asset is right for you. It may not be. It's right for my family, but I did the homework on it and you're smart enough to figure it out. This week... Goldline is offering a special incentive they've never released before. Free gold and silver together. The special is available with purchase of historic $5 gold Indians and $5 Liberty coins. Both of them. Goldline. Call them now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. All right. We have uh, Chip Roy coming up in uh, just a second. I have to tell you, Stu, I got an email in and I, I mean, I'm taking this at face value i got an email in yesterday glenn thanks for mentioning our morton salt during your sodom and gomorrah explanation (laughs) no reply necessary rick morton i mean the morton people still own morton salt or still have interest in it or just i mean is this just a guy who's like yeah that's my family that started it i'm you know on a yacht someplace with all the salt money because uh, we sold it. I'm not working there anymore. Who would work in the salt mines? That's kind of cool, isn't it? That is really cool. It's like when... Uh, um, not a lot of people like their product associated with Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. 
Uh, you know, it's it's what's uh, funny is it reminds me when Kathy Walgreen came in. Do you remember this? Yeah. Kathy Walgreen came in and uh, and I'm just talking to her and I just know her as Kathy and somebody introduces themselves and I'm there and uh, she said, hi, I'm Kathy Walgreen. And I said, as a smart ass, oh, I love your drugstore. And she said, thank you. And I was like, oh, my, you really are that, Kathy Walgreen. Okay. Uh, anyway, uh, we have uh, uh, Chip Roy on. Hello, Chip. Glenn, how are you, my friend? Well, I'm pretty good. Um, better now that I'm talking to you. Tell me what happened yesterday, because you were saying, look, this should be a litmus test for all those that love freedom. Don't pass the spending bill unless... It doesn't include any of the mandates. No, that's right. And, you know, the good news is that 161, I think, of my colleagues uh, or 160 of my colleagues and I agreed. And, uh, you know, we didn't support the continuing resolution. The bad news is that 51 did. Okay, I thought it was reversed. So I'm coming into this as a victory. I'm like, oh, (laughs) only 51. I thought only 51 stood. Okay. So, yeah, so 161 Republicans opposed it. However, 51 Republicans voted to continue to fund the government, which is going to fund enforcement of these vaccine mandates in our military, against our health care workers, against our Border Patrol agents, against our law enforcement personnel. And it's wrong. And look, I hope the Senate will take up the fight, but I'm not going to hold my breath. No, it's Mitch McConnell. The the problem you have in Washington is that the leadership in Washington is, quote, more concerned or is more concerned about, quote, taking back the Senate, taking back the House. And they think they can just play this game through the year of letting Democrats hang themselves. But my friend Steve Dace, who you know well, wrote this morning in a tweet thread that Democrats are about to take the Omicron off ramp. And they're going to start to be able to kind of move on and say, look, we did it. Yes. And we're never going <laughs> to hold these tyrants accountable for, sh- for shutting down our, our entire way of life and forcing jabs into the arms of the American people and then firing our troops and firing our doctors. So we ought to stand strong and Republicans can't just assume we're going to get power in November when we don't fight. We ought to be fighting for the people. They are about to. T- I'm telling you, it's coming. We were just having that same conversation on the air about an hour ago. They're about, and it's going to be agonizing. They're about to take a victory lap, and they're never going to say that this was the inevitable outcome of a virus. You know, this is repeating the pattern of the flu virus of 1918, um, and it really had nothing to do with anything that man did. Uh, it, this is the way the virus plays out. But they are going to take credit for all of this, and they're only bending now. Because they see the people are standing up. How do the Republicans not see the people standing up? Look, right now there is more fight in five of those Canadian truckers than there is in the whole of the Republican conference. Okay, and that's the reality. And, And Republicans have got to understand that we can talk about a task forces and a contract with America and about what we're going to do. But look, those are words. And we don't need more words. We need Republicans who will demonstrate a resolve, a commitment to stand up for the people that sent them here to fight for them. That that's why Trump was successful. That's why people rallied around Trump, because he was talking about America first. He was talking about real Americans. And he came up here and he said he was going to challenge the status quo. And too many of my colleagues are running around the cloakroom right now wearing their khakis and their vests and they're ready to get on their airplane so they can go make their hunting trip 
or they can go make their, you know, fundraiser golf getaway or whatever. Instead of saying we should be here right now in Washington, right now, denying the funding of these mandates, because somewhere in America today, a doctor is going to lose his or her job. A nurse is going to lose his or her job. A Marine, uh, any one of our men and women in uniform is going to lose his or her job because they don't want to succumb to tyranny. And that government, if the Republican Party can't stand up for liberty against the tyranny of government to force a needle in your arm against your will, when there's literally zero science for it, even if that should matter in the calculus, I don't even know why the Republican Party exists. And so we should be standing up and fighting. So you want to name some names? Well, look, I mean, there's so many of the 51. I mean, I'm happy to go, go through the list. But was there, any, was there anybody that was campaigning the other direction? You know, that's a good question, and we should go look at that. I promise you, I promise you that of the 51 Republicans who voted for it, uh, including five Texans, by the way, uh, you would look at that list and you would go out and see speeches talking about how they oppose the mandates, about how they think the mandates are wrong. But you'll go look and say, well, you just voted to fund it. You know what they hide behind, Glenn? They hide behind, well, this is a three-week continuing resolution. We'll push this to March 11th. This is a short-term funding. We've got to make sure our men and women in uniform have all the funding they need. And we've got to keep funding Border Patrol. And we've got to keep the government on. We don't want to have a shutdown. If we have a shutdown, the American people can hold it against us, and we're going to lose in November. Look, that's, that is absolute uh, nonsense that is spewed by consultants and uh, pollsters in this town, rather than just standing up and saying it is Democrats who would seek to shut down the government rather than allowing individuals to carry out their own conscience and not be fired because they choose not to get vaccinated. But it is but it is a three week time period. I mean, it's three weeks. And I and I understand I'm with you, Chip, Um, but uh, it is three weeks. Why can't this happen again? Right. Well, so that's why we're talking. Right. So all your listeners out there go, okay. well, we didn't stop it so far in the House. I like the Senate saw us to vote on it. So I hope that the Senate Republicans can find their balls, but they won't. And so when they go ahead and fund this over the next three weeks, then we should have this fight by March 11th. Now, look, we're already winning. Democrats, Steve is right. They are taking the Omicron off ramp. They are going to back away from most of these mandates. But right now, today, I got emails yesterday from MD Anderson, the very hospital that helped save my life a decade ago, where you've got doctors and nurses who are facing being fired because they don't believe taking a vaccine is in their interest. They believe they have natural immunity and they don't think they should take it. And so we've got people being fired today. So Republicans, all you people listening, let your congressman or your senator know you expect them to get it right this time if it's still to vote in the Senate or by March 11th when this uh, uh, CR expires, we should shut we should uh, uh, not fund the enforcement of these mandates if they still exist. Uh, I will be calling because uh, I've seen the list and I will be calling a couple of people that are friends of mine that didn't vote uh, with you and asking why and yep. get off the get off the fence here and vote for the next time around. Um, well, and the other the other thing I did, Glenn, yesterday was introduce legislation to say that all of our men and women in uniform who have been uh, discharged, they should one. Uh, not be forced to get the, the, the vaccine. Two, should be allowed to come back and serve and get their job back. And three, get uh, continued time of service towards retirement and towards their you know career advancement for the time since they've been locked out, whether that was 30 days ago or, or two years ago. Um, 
And so I introduced legislation yesterday to do that. Well, thank you for that. I, I, uh, is that going to go through or is that tied to this? Well, who knows? I introduced the bill yesterday in order to try to push the issue. I would like to sort of advance that concept in any of the future funding fights to say, guys, let's include provisions in there to make sure that, you know, we've got people, they've literally lost their career after 15, 20, 25, 30 years of service. And and we shouldn't be uh, forcing them to have to deal with that. So there is uh, the New York Post is reporting today that uh, they found a little something in the covid relief bill that the Democrats rammed through last March. Do you remember when they were talking about we got to catch these people who are stealing money and not reporting it to the IRS and they were going to put in the first I think it was what was it a thousand dollars or five thousand dollars and then it became ten thousand dollars over a year and they could spy on your bank accounts. Right. Well, they there's a new IRS rule uh, that is was in the covid relief bill and nobody caught it requires users of PayPal, Venmo and other third party payment services to report all transactions over six hundred dollars a year to the IRS. So they've got you if you're using digital now and not using the bank to pay for things. They now have access to everything that you do. Well, this is this is where they're headed. Okay, and and we need to remember this. And and everybody that's listening, understand, we are at war with a corporate crony class that wants to take away your freedom and wants to run your life and tell you what to do. It extends to what you just talked about in terms of the force of government coordinating with the force of corporate America to come after you. But it's also what we're seeing with big tech and shutting down free speech. It's also to deal with health care and big pharma and big insurance. They are rolling in money, Glenn. Pfizer mm-hmm. is rolling in money. Insurance companies. Did you know, like Humana, I think, if, I, if I'm getting my stat right, gets 89% of their revenue from federal government contracts. Or I, I'm sorry, from government contracts across all levels of government. Think about that. Your insurance companies, the vast majority of our big insurance companies, they make the majority of their income from government. We have a corporate crony system. We have insurance-run health care. We have big tech, big education, right? We have all of this collusion with all of these big entities, and they are taking every step they can right now to shut you down. you got big institutional investors with their ESG requirements and all of their you know, woke ideology that they're trying to tie to every dollar that gets spent. All of the banks are going to come in and use the banking power to shut down our ability to transact or work with folks. You saw it go, GoFundMe. Now, thankfully, there was a backlash, so GoFundMe said, okay, we're going to take those dollars and at least return it to people. But that's still wrong. People wanted to give money to those truckers. And GoFundMe came in and said, no, no, no. At first, we're going to steal it and give it to other charities. Then they realized, uh-oh, that might be a problem. So now they're giving it back to the, the original donors. But that's what they're going to do. And the, and, the, and the authoritarians, the tyrants, want to use corporate America, and they've got willing, complicit uh, you know, friends in the boardrooms who are all too happy to use the power of corporate America to clamp down on our freedom in the name of their woke ideology. It's amazing. And the people who are all okay with it used to be the people that say, fear corporate America, and now they're all on board with corporate America. It's weird. Uh, Chip Roy, the uh, Republican from the great state of Texas, Congressman Chip Roy, thank you very much for being on the program today. Thanks, Glenn. Keep up the fight. Thanks. Everybody go out and read Glenn's book. It's right on point. God bless. Thank you. Uh, When it comes to improving the look of your home, 
What's your strategy? You have an artistic eye? Do you know where you can walk into a room and you can look around and immediately know what is going to make this room pop? Most people don't have that skill. Um, and, but you want to walk into a room that you love every day. One of the first places you can start that is inexpensive is window treatments. And for that, may I recommend, highly recommend, Blinds.com. Whether you're, I don't know, upgrading one room or tackling the whole house, Blinds.com has you covered. Number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. That's why they have over 40,000 five-star reviews. And their free professional design consultants are always on hand to help you out. I've used them several times. They're great. And right now, Blinds.com has a site-wide sale going on for 35% off. Go to Blinds.com, get up to 35% off site-wide going on right now. Rules and restrictions may apply. Blinds.com. 10 seconds, station ID. This week, tonight, on our Wednesday night special, Congress and the Biden administration are getting back to work, selling Build Back Better to the American people. It's not just happening here. Built Back Better is an international initiative happening in countries all over the world. It is the framework for something much bigger and unrecognizable to most Americans. It is just the public face to something that's already happening behind closed doors. The government is making moves simultaneously with action being taken by big corporations, banks, financial institutions, and other governments. We're moving into a stage where all of this is soon going to directly affect you. Tonight, I'm going to show you how it is already being accomplished in Europe, and we are not far behind them. I'm also going to show you the under-radar moves the Biden administration has made to pave the way for the Great Reset. You didn't vote for it, even if you are a Democrat. You didn't vote for it, but it's happening regardless. I'll show you why the companies here at home, possibly even your company that you work for, suddenly went woke. The elites in Davos spotted a trend, and they've been infiltrating it ever since. And also, the most important part of the program, how will this affect you? The system that is being built will directly impact your personal finances, and I have the documents. All they need is one more serious crisis to bring it all home. Could that be Ukraine? Could that be the banks and Wall Street? It's really all about you and me knowing the truth so we can be better prepared. Tonight on The Blaze TV, 9 p.m. Eastern, Build Back Broke, how Biden's Great Reset will force you into compliance. Tonight, 9 p.m. only on Blaze TV. Right after a brand new Stu Does America. We didn't get the, where was the music? Is that, I mean, is that supposed to be music that that's all you, emphasizes? That's, all you, that's, that's what you bring to the table today? That's it? That's right after a brand new Stu Does America. I don't know why I pay you. That, that. I have no idea why I pay you. By the way, we told you yesterday, um, the uh, Biden administration wants 50% of the workforce unionized. 50% of the workforce. It's now... Just the 70 million people, though. Yeah, just 70 million. Not 80 million. No. That would be too much. Uh, that would be too much. Mm-hmm. 
So 50% they think the way to fix things. I'm telling you, that's the enforcement arm in every factory. You will play along. You will comply or the union will be there for you. I mean, and it'll be it'll be wonderful. I'm sure the ESG stuff is going to be pushed through those means as well. Uh, there was a, Biden was making a speech or uh, he was fumbling through some. I think that was thing that was supposed to be a speech uh, about electric cars and chargers and how they're going to be they're going to be installing 30,000 of them a year with all union labor all across mm-hmm. the country. And like th- what vi- what? vision is this like this is supposed to be futuristic and at the same time it's the exact opposite it's returning to these old timey policies that have already been debunked and retired old timey the 1950s aren't old timey <laughs> 1850s when I was a kid now that's old timey and where is my lovely wife Jack or Jill the Glenn Back Program American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Take a minute, just for a second, and think about where are you and your family in the next year, financially, otherwise? What about the next five years? I can tell you, I have no, I have no idea. No idea. Are you doing better, worse, about the same? Again, no idea. When you're in that situation, you have to think, Okay, what do I do to continue to grow, but also protect what I have? Well, one of the things you have to do is stop paying uh, the banks these high interest rates on your credit cards or whatever. You got to get your financial house in order. That's where American financing comes in. They have a team of dedicated and qualified mortgage consultants who are waiting just for a phone call from you to help get started. It's an entire refinancing of your mortgage at a lower rate or one that won't restart your loan, uh, or a consolidation loan that allows you to get out from underneath those predatory credit card companies and get your financial uh, house back in order. Go to AmericanFinancing.net, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. And BlazeTV.com slash Glenn is the place to go to get your Blaze TV subscription. The promo code is Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck program. I want to talk a little bit about what's going on in Canada. Uh, not being a Canadian and not, you know, not knowing everything that's going on, it's hard for us to comment uh, on what's what's happening. But they look peaceful, um, and you know, it's just the regular people standing up because they're seeing their government get out of control. That's what it appears. I want to introduce you to somebody. I. I mean, it's a real honor to even talk to this guy. Um, people say Canada, well, they don't have the Bill of Rights. Well, they kind of do. Um, they have the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms, and that's something that they put together in 1982 and signed into you know, the Constitution, the Constitution Act of, of 82. And just like it's like our Bill of Rights, it guarantees assembly, religion, thought, association, life, liberty, and security of a person, and mobility the last living signer of their bill of rights their constitutional rights uh is now speaking out he said i've been watching this for a couple of years and all of those rights are being violated his name is brian peckford he is the former uh, newfoundland uh premier 
and he is suing the Canadian government over the vaccine mandates. Welcome to the program, sir. It's it's an honor to have you. Thank you, Mr. Beck, for having me on. I really appreciate your program and appreciate that you took the time to invite me. No, you bet. Um, So I want to start with um, what are the the violation of the rights that you see happening? Well, in the in the Constitution that I helped create in 1982, by the way, you were correct in your introduction. We did not have a written constitutionally enshrined uh, Bill of Rights or Charter of Rights. Charter for Bill makes no difference. It's the same thing um, until 1982. We became a country in 1867. Unlike your country, you became a country in 1776 and you had a Bill of Rights in 1791. So the American system and the American people have a culture of understanding and knowing that they have certain basic individual rights and freedoms. 40 years old. And this is its first real test, if you will. Unfortunately, I'm the only first minister because it's uh, the premiers and the prime minister to sign a constitutional provision. It can't be done by one government or the other. It has to be done by a majority of provinces and the central government or the federal government. And that mm-hmm. happened in 82. Okay. So the, the, uh, the, the, the individual rights and freedoms that are being violated now are Section 2 of the, uh, of the Constitution Act of 1982 in the Charter, which are freedom of expression, freedom of conscience, uh, freedom of the press, uh, are all being violated in one way or another. There's a second section, Section 6, which is, as you defined it, mobility, the right for any Canadian to travel anywhere in Canada or leave Canada. That's pretty, pretty strong. Then there's a freedom of assembly, a freedom of association, no conditions, no conditions. And then you have uh, freedom, of, freedom thought. of life, liberty, and the security of the person. And finally, you have the right of equality before the law. In one way or another, the measures that are brought in by the 14 governments of Canada are violating one or many of those that I just enunciated. So you are being torn apart by your press. Uh, Let's see. Saltwire said Newfoundland uh, Premier Brian Peckford takes anti-vax to the next level. Is this about being anti-vax? This is about protecting the rights. Of, this is where so many Canadians get it mixed up. You, look, as, as Americans know, fundamental to any constitution are permanent values. Those permanent values are freedoms and rights of individuals. And they can't be played around with uh, just because somebody declares a, 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 an emergency, an emergency for which 99% of the population survive and less than 1% die. That isn't in my uh, estimation, uh, uh, an emergency in a normal sense of the word for which a constitution would apply. Right. Um, let me give you another one. Leslie Roberts, she's National Canadian News Anchor. She said, mediate with people who want to overthrow a government in a democratic country? No, we had a re- uh, uh, an election. Wait a couple of years, take it to the ballot box. That's how it's done in free Canada. Well, I'm, I'm afraid that wasn't the, 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 the platform of any party going into the last election. So that is completely erroneous what she's saying. Sure, we had an election. We've had many elections since we became a country. That doesn't mean in between elections, governments won't try to violate the basic rights of individual Canadians, which they have done in this case. 
And I think when, before this is all over, my lawsuit and others that are now before the courts will prove that we're right. The, the last one from Canadian TV, CTV, second Tuesday of uh, Truckers Convoy 22, uh, 2022, and the organizers still think there's a path for them to overthrow the government, which is simply not how this works. No one, at least in America, no one's trying to overthrow the government. We want a restoration of our Bill of Rights. Is this who's trying to overthrow the government? Are the truckers doing that? No, no, not at all. The truckers are there to uh, demand that the government relieve the mandates that they have put in place, especially the mandate for truckers who have to go back and forth across the border with goods and services. And they have to be vaccinated. And, and the, the truckers are upset about that. And, and I agree with them and support what the truckers are doing. They're trying to overthrow nobody. All they're doing. And by the way, on the streets of Ottawa, citizen after citizen has, you know, already witnessed that these are very peace-loving Canadians. And all they want is an opportunity for their rights and freedoms to be protected under the Constitution as it exists, as it was passed and created by me with others in 1982. So this business of overthrow is just an exaggeration by the media who are on the government side to try to prove that all these truckers are terrorists when they're not. May I ask why you're on this program? You announced this on the Jordan Peterson podcast, the lawsuit against Canada. Um, What's the reaction to you in Canada with the press? The mainstream press have totally ignored me up until about three or four days ago. And then, of course, when they call, they want to put conditions on what I can almost say on the program. So all of the alternate media in Canada, of which there are scores of different people doing podcasts like Jordan Peterson's, have been overjoyed. And so every day I'm doing two to four interviews all over Canada, as well as in the United States, Good. like I'm doing right now. And, and I just had two calls this morning before I got up out of bed Good. from other radio stations now are getting into the act in, in Canada. And so I'll be responding to them. But, uh, yeah, the, the mainstream press up until now have uh, completely ignored me. Never before have they done this. Every time I've written a letter or made a comment, they've carried it because I'm a former first minister and may have something valuable to say. Uh, but this has been a conspiracy by, by the government and the big press uh, against all of those who have an, uh, an alternative narrative which has validity. What did you think of uh, Trudeau walking out yesterday? In... Well, very much like his father. You see, I served as a first minister of Newfoundland when his father was prime minister of Canada. So I'm used to the Trudeaus. Trudeau senior walked out too. He walked out when we were trying to negotiate the charter rights and freedoms. Okay. This is a very important piece of Canadian history that Americans might know because most Canadians don't know it. He walked out halfway through the negotiations, went to the house of commons, passed a law. He said, I can do this unilaterally. I don't need, need the provinces. The provinces took him to court. He lost. We won. And so, therefore, he had to come back to the table. That's when we got the Charter Rights and Freedoms in Canada. That's why I'm so upset, because I know the Trudeau personality. I know the Trudeau behavior. And now, you know, son like daddy. And, and nothing has changed in Canada except that the Trudeau name needs not to be revered like it is and needs to be put in its place because they're doing things which are injurious to Canada. The, the last question, um, sir, that I have for you is... is um you know, I think you saw one of your premiers last night say we're going to get rid of the mask mandate as of midnight tonight. 
And uh, we're going to start retracting some of these things. I think they're going to start saying, you know, it was their draconian moves that made all of this great when I think it's just they're feeling the political pressure. They're not going to pay a price for it. And, and if we don't strengthen our constitutional rights, if people don't pay a price for what the, our, all of our countries have gone through, um, we, we, we don't change anything. What needs to I happen? Agree with you more. I couldn't agree with you more. I've already written about that in the last three days. If you're going to go back to normal because this premier, after seeing people have delayed, you know, die because of delayed surgeries, right? People because of delayed appointments to specialists get hurt. If you're now going to go back to normal without first and foremost taking all of these court measures all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada and get our charter restored to where it was before this happened, then nothing changes. Not only does nothing change, it gets worse. Because yes. the next time around, a government will declare emergency for the simplest little you know, foolish thing and use this as a precedent, thereby downgrading the, char- the charter or the, or the bill, because in court, in jurisprudence, they're allowed to use precedent. I, I hope the Canadian people are standing. I hope the, uh, the Canadian people are awake uh, in many ways. Some of your intellectuals, Jordan Peterson, etc., are more awake than America. Uh, I think we just assumed it would never happen here. And we're all going to hell in a handbasket. I don't know why you'd go to hell in a handbasket, but that's where, that's where we're headed. Uh, and uh, if we don't stand up soon, we're going to lose all of our rights. Thank you for what you're doing, sir. Thank you very much, Mr. Beck, for having me. I really appreciate it. You got God bless. Stay in touch. Thank you. That is, it's weird talking to somebody who was one of the original architects. Can you imagine being able to talk to one of the guys who formed the Bill of Rights here in America? It's pretty weird. It's cool. It is cool. It's really cool. cool. Um, And I thank him for being on the program. Uh, Let me tell you about Relief Factor. I spent way too many years of my life dealing with a pain in my hands and and, and my back and feet and everything else. The hands, uh, that pain was so debilitating is uh, to to the point to where I couldn't even write. I couldn't handwrite anything. I couldn't type. I couldn't hold my phone. It was weird. It was really bad. Eventually, my wife was tired of hearing me complaining after I tried what I thought was everything. I mean, I went to the Mayo Clinic. I went everywhere. Uh, and nobody had a solution that worked for me. My wife said, you got to try Relief Factor. And I, sound, I, I think I have the same reaction of a lot of people. You know, Relief Factor. Oh, the one that's advertised on the radio. Uh, yeah, uh-huh. that's not going to work. I will tell you, if you have taken pause and said, that's not going to work for me, please try it. I did not think it would work for me. Three-week quick start developed for you, $19.95. It's a dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. Try it for three weeks. Feel the difference. 800, the number four, relief or relieffactor.com. The Glenn Beck Program.
Hey, I want to leave you with something that uh, I saw up in Canada. A police officer in Ottawa made a video, and I'm waiting for the Capitol Police and others, FBI, to do exactly the same thing. Listen. My name is Nick Motichka. I'm a police officer currently with the Calgary Police Service. I've been with Calgary for just a little over 10 years. Today was a hard day for me. Something was taken away from me that I can never get back. Watching members of the Ottawa Police Service seize fuel from peaceful protesters took away a long-held belief that I thought to be a lasting truth. And that is that the police are here when push really comes to shove to protect and help people. I will never see my profession in the same light than I did before today. What I saw was the police doing politicians dirty work like hired goons. This goes against every reason why I chose this mostly thankless, difficult, traumatizing career with terrible hours. The reason I got into law enforcement was to help people. However naive that was, it is my honest truth. As the years wore on, I'll be the first to admit that I got jaded, but I never let anything compromise my integrity. I always applied the front page of the newspaper test, and that is, would I be okay with whatever I was about to do being on the front page of the paper or a news story in your feed for younger viewers? Doing what was right, even when no one was looking, even if it was difficult, was always the right decision. What is happening in Ottawa with the clear political influence on the police to physically exert political will on peaceful protesters for nothing more than possible political gain is so very wrong on so many levels. I was just following orders is no longer an excuse. It is time to stand up and speak out by refusing to breach your fellow citizens fundamental charter rights. This is amazing. Courage is contagious and courage is beginning to spread and people know the truth. And when you know the truth, as he saw it and, you know, was being forced to participate in it and walked away. uh, Once you know the truth, you have a choice. And if you choose to dismiss or go along that is the beginning of a brand new trail for you and it'll get darker and darker you cannot participate in any way if your conscience says this is wrong you must speak out silence in the silence in the face of silence silence in the face of evil is evil itself uh dietrich bonhoeffer said that and it's true. And just like Joe Rogan, he was taken off the air because he was doing a series on what was misinformation, according to Hitler. He was doing a series on the Fuhrer principle on radio. And at the same time that Hitler was raising his, uh, his arm to swear an allegiance to the German Republic, Hitler's goons came and shut the transmitter off. You must speak out. This is the Glenn Beck Program.